Movie Hour, episode 149, September 15th, 2011. Spoiler alert! The following programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Ladies, gentlemen, everybody relax. Jeff, we'll get to you in a second. Just calm down. I see you over there. Stay quiet. We're, <laughs> we're here with the Meryl Streep, You're a Creep movie hour. I'm Greg Maloney. Our boys are back in town. Both brother James and badass himself, Jeff, are in studio tonight. It's good to be de- together again, guys. I'm, uh, I'm happy you guys could make it. I am happy to be here. <laughs> Shaking cowboy. <laughs> Jeff, it's been a long time. Where have you been? You went to the moon and back? Um, what happened? Uh, no, I, um, I had my balls surgically removed. Remember, like you told everybody last week on the podcast when I wasn't there to talk about it. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. I, um, must've, must've just slipped out. I didn't want to let everybody know your balls were removed, but dickless Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were just... Yeah, no, I, I've been, I've been around. It's been a busy couple of weeks. I, uh, I apologize to the fans for missing the, uh, the previous episode, although I did get to listen to it and, uh, and really enjoyed it. Um, I think my favorite podcast these days are the ones that I'm not in, which is frustrating <laughs> for, for my fate in the podcast. But I can understand that. Like I listen, you know, I listen pretty thoroughly later on after the, you know, the interns uh, clean it up a little bit and I just listen to myself the entire time and I just hate how I sound half the time it's awful <laughs> no wonder i don't like any of the podcasts because i'm in don't them all because <laughs> you're in them all <laughs> no wonder i don't there are uh, a couple things to point out today i got back i just got out of uh, work and there's not an ounce of alcohol in the house so i can't drink tonight sorry it's not happening jeff i hope you're making up for it james no uh you I had do, two beers earlier you drink your coke you got it going on but um i just want to point out i was completely correct Last week, Lions are one and zero. This week, dominated Tampa. I don't. That makes up for you being completely incorrect in so many other aspects of your life, namely that um, you would always say that Jane Goodall being accepted (laughs) in Silverback society was the greatest. uh, And Greg, Greg, yeah, I caught that for sure. Greg used to say that all the time. It was like his number one go-to joke. Like even situations didn't really call for talking about what he thought the greatest uh, achievement of human society was. He would bring that up. And at one point I said, like, I'm pretty sure Jane Goodall like worked with chimpanzees and not, not silverbacks but you know like whatever and i would scold you every time no you're wrong <laughs> no it's 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 mankind's i made, I made a sincere apology on the show that was to everybody and i did i bring you up to him like jeff's gonna totally tell that i mean I, I don't know if you did or not but definitely i i, I definitely got a apparently he only listens to his older brother thank god I, thank god i have a lot of other jokes right? yeah yeah like, like when you say who's to blame from willow when it's actually uh, as we learned at the very end of last episode, who's to blame for this? Which I guess you're you're just shortening it. You still feel like it's out of context. <laughs> the movie quotes might have to keep coming too. I ended up recording a ton of them, so hopefully we'll have some uh, to bring in once in a while for you got your your entertainment. But um, yeah, there are a lot of things to get to. This I don't know if Jim Rome's still doing "Give Me Back My Son" bits, but I I could really use one. I'm, I might try and find that when we're done. Bring that over. We can. It's a possibility. God, I stuff. love "Give Me Back My Son" bits. Is, was, are you sure he's not at soccer practice? <laughs> <laughs> 
right. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, it's all right. Uh, you listened to the podcast last week. Did you have any insights on like? Did you listen any of the movies we brought up sound interesting to you after we talked about them? Anyone you were just gonna immediately? The Rock'em Sack'em Robots movie sounds so awesome. At first though, I didn't realize like because I didn't know anything about this, and so you had said like, okay, well Hugh Jackman was like gonna be a contender, and then like robots took over. <laughs> it's called what's it called like Pure Steel or something Real like that. Steel, I think is what Real it's Steel. And I thought that the plot was gonna be that he fought a metal robot in the boxing ring, and I just Aww. could not wait. So like that was it was actually it was sort of like this giant roller coaster of like oh shit Hugh Jackman sounds like he's gonna be in a shitty movie. Wait a minute, is he gonna be fighting a robot with his fist? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it doesn't sound like that. No, yeah, like. Maybe they try to. Maybe they're hiding it. Maybe it does happen in the end. Okay, Hugh, we're putting you up against a robot. Let's go. Let's do Ashton. Maybe he subs in a la Roddy Dangerfield for Danny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, it's, right. It's gonna be perfect. The robot uh, does a little maneuver with his arm, like it's broken. Broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> we, we give that we give that movie way too many props. But seriously, I'll be drunk watching that movie. I wanted. I was gonna go catch a movie this week earlier today. I had a time. I had a little, you know, time area where I could fit it in. Looked at what was available nearby. Awful. And decided not to go. And I can't get drunk. I've heard good go things about this movie called The Guard, and I don't even know if it's still available, like if it's still out. But it's got Don Cheadle and um, the badass. Uh, I think he might be Irish guy that I love. I don't uh, think it's still out. Well, not by me, that's for sure. All right, yeah, I might, I might have to give up the ghost and wait for that one to come out on DVD so I can red box it or something. Yeah, it was released in. Uh, you're talking about Brendan Gleeson, but it was, uh, yeah. it was released 2000 or 2000, uh, 29th in July, so it shouldn't have been yeah, that long. But I think it's just not that big. It's not that uh, big of a release because uh, it's definitely not near me. But yeah, it, and that's. I mean, that's a pretty good run too. I'm not, I would. Yeah. So. Anyway, and a half. Uh, I have heard good things about that. Anyway. Yeah. The other thing I want to get to, which I, I hate to do this. I don't like to make fun of friends of the show. There were a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things involved with. Becoming- they certainly like to make fun of you. Yeah, they do. They really do. And um, I just, I caught this earlier. I uh, noticed there was a, an excerpt. Uh, Entertainment Weekly was talking with a friend of the show, Sly Stallone. You know, good guy, great guy. Um, and I wanted. There were a couple excerpts that caught caught my eye because. Sly is talking about uh, setting up Expendables 2, which, you know, it's it is <laughs> it is a movie and it's it's interesting. I uh, caught the first one. I'll probably see the second one in theater just because it's exactly what you sign up for. And um, it was pretty funny. But uh, John Claude Van Damme, according to Sly Sloan, is supposed to be in it. And they're supposed to have a head to head showdown. But the thing that caught my eye was <clears throat> uh, Sly Sloan says the following. We've got Chuck Norris and I think Nicolas Cage. We're trying to work out different scenarios. I like using people that had a moment and then maybe have fallen on some hard times and give them another shot. So we're always looking for actors like Michael Bean, friend of the show, Michael Bean. And wow. I'm like, wait a minute. Did Sly Sloan just put down Michael Bean? I'm like, we wait, who the hell's Michael Bean? Really? You don't know? Michael Bean, Terminator, the first one. Michael Aliens. Bean. Michael Bean, the Abyss. Oh, that guy. That, that guy. Tombstone. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Don't put him down like Sly Stallone. Uh, yeah, John Connor's dad. From such great movies as Grindhouse, like it's it's. Uh, I just I was curious. I'm like, all right, Michael Bean. Apparently, he's falling on hard times. Let's see how he's doing. He's been in, I don't know five movies average a year and yeah they're not the greatest ones but at well, least so it's acting. Humor, but yeah like well at least he's acting though it's not like he's disappeared yeah yeah, yeah. I, I see know. your point like falling on hard times i'm sure he's doing a lot better than 
St. Nicholas Cage. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, but it was a uh, it was an interesting read. I'm like, what are you talking about, Michael Bean? You can't rip on Michael Bean. He's a friend Speaking of the show. Of, I had completely forgotten about this, but uh, I want to put in a little plug for something that I did over the weekend um, and something that happened there. We went to uh, my my lovely fiance and I went to the U.S. Open. Yeah. Uh, the first time I'd ever been to a tennis match. And uh, it was actually it was pretty cool. We went to Arthur Ashe Stadium there and uh, and saw uh, Federer play uh, Djokovic and then Nadal play Murray. We actually loved Djokovic. Um, <laughs> no, that would have been way sweeter. Um, <laughs> but uh, they kept um, like in between, I guess, games or sets or however the hell tennis works. Um, they, <laughs> love they in there. Like, I don't know. Right, there? Yeah, <laughs> there's some love. I don't know. Um, <laughs> My there, there were combo breakers, I think, or something like that. I'll insert combo breaker noise. Go ahead. Right. So um, they would show like celebrities that were in the crowd. And like the first one they showed was like Justin Timberlake. And like and then it was like P. Diddy and Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones were there. And Michael Douglas got a big, uh, uh, you know, like applause because he – I don't know, beat cancer or has cancer. I don't know. Um, But uh, so like this was like halfway through the second match. We've been there for like five hours and they they started really running out of like A-list. And so I'm just kind of like watching and. I go bananas. We were there with like eight or ten people. I go nuts. I go, it's it's JCVD. It's JCVD. <laughs> they had John Claude Van Damme there on the, on the TV. Like, <laughs> on the and he like kind of did the like I'm cool acknowledge quick wave, and they left it on him for like probably a good like six or seven seconds. <laughs> and I just would not shut up. And I think all of Reese's friends think I'm some sort of moron animal now. <laughs> <laughs> Flux so, for us, JCVD. Yeah, exactly. Security came and escorted yeah. you off the property. Exactly, exactly. How um, like you sort of get the feel from watching it on on TV. I've watched some tennis matches, and is it like you're pretty fucking close when you're there, right? Like even if you're, we were in row Z. We literally had the highest seats available okay. at our crash stadium. Um, we were still pretty close. I mean, they weren't like bad seats. They'd probably be like lower bowl, like towards the top of the lower bowl, uh, for like most sporting events, right. but, um, they were pretty good seats. I mean, there isn't a bad seat there and it was, it was cool. Like you, you definitely get, I don't know, like I would never watch more than five minutes of tennis on television where like I was not bored, uh, during the first match. The second match was kind of boring because it was right. sort of a blowout and, I don't know. Nadal, I don't know if you've ever watched tennis, but Nadal makes like some of the guys, they hit the ball and they go like, oh, yeah, they're like grunts, man. They grunts. Yeah. But Nadal goes, oh. yeah, it's really is he the weird. guy that's got the crazy hair? Yeah, I don't know. It's not that crazy. Uh, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's not that crazy. Yeah, the one girl's famous for the grunts. Uh... Right, right. That's or whatever a girl. And, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. I used to watch tennis back in the glory days of the 80s with Lundell and Becker and Ed Berg and all them. But, yeah. <laughs> back in the glory. Are you familiar with Rod Laver? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, it's it. It's the grip Rod Laver used. Are you familiar <laughs> with Laver? Oh, are you familiar with Laver? Right. Yeah, back back to movies. I'm happy you brought in the movie quotes because we we should uh, keep keep the discussion going. And yeah, I don't know shit about Tennis Hour, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
let's fuck tennis. I want to talk about football. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I am. There wasn't much in the actually going on this week. I want to bring up the Sly Stallone thing. I know um, in terms of movies caught, I didn't end up seeing one. But Jeff, you have a you have a, you had a new experience over the over the week. You caught a new movie, and do you not? Well, yeah, it was new to me, and I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna apologize if if you, you hate the sound of my voice, um, because I'm gonna talk about a movie that you've probably seen before, uh, Sneakers. I saw Sneakers for the first time ever, um, and it was pretty good. And I guess I want to uh, I want to put it into context of, and I think this I can maybe make this more of a story about the way my fiance watches movies, which is kind of funny. Um, because she, she experiences them like on a very visceral level. Like the fourth wall is, is non-existent, uh, to her. Like she, like she's kind of in the movie. So like something something will happen sort of, but like, I I guess if the protagonist is an emotional thing than like a, uh, than like an actual, like physical like so for instance in in sneakers um you like the bad guys are very clearly bad guys as they are in so many movies and Reza will say something along the lines of i don't like him or something like that. <laughs> like it's really strange like you know they'll play like the 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 low like the low piano music and like the guy will step out and they'll do like the shot from underneath him and like you can tell it's very clearly a bad guy like he's he, and he's like kill them kill the children and, and like, i don't like him and it's it's like yeah you're experiencing this movie like it's that's you don't need to i don't know it's just very bizarre and she'll say things like i'm scared during tense moments and it's it's very i'm making her sound really stupid she's actually incredibly smart but it's just sort of interesting the way she experiences movies so anyway she narrates her emotions as it goes along Right. Basically, that's it. Like, if, if you're the director of the movie, you want her as, like, your test audience because, like, she is just going to tell you, like, I am experiencing this right now. So generally, uh, I like this movie because it was sort of like you didn't really have to – there were no, like, tough questions. So it was fun to watch with Raysa because she didn't have to, like – you know, she didn't have to think real hard to like make it work for her. Like there, there are good guys and there are bad guys, and like the good guys are funny. And I like the <laughs> cast. Um, Rob Redford, of course, is, is a very talented man. But also, you've got your, uh, you got your Ackroyd, you got your, uh, you got your River Phoenix, you got your Sydney Poitier. <laughs> are you yawning during your own review? Again, this is the second time in a row. You- Oh man, that's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> what I, what I remember seeing great. this movie. Mm. I, yeah, exactly. When I remember seeing this movie, um, I, I guess Jeff, if you want, lay, lay down a really quick synopsis in the plot. Then I got a con- I got a serious comment. Hello. And we lost Jeff. Hello. <laughs> Did he yawn himself off the fucking call? Wake up, Jeff. Wake up. Oh, oh, sorry guys. Um, what was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Rounders. Uh, no, ring ringers. Sneakers. Sneakers. Good movie. Good movie. Liked it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, there's a part. There's in the beginning of this movie. They show Robert Redford's our everybody's favorite, super cool guy, and he's in college hacking something with his buddy, uh, Ben Kings. Uh, ben Kingsley is is the 
quote unquote bad guy later on. Um, yeah, but he's supposed to be in college, and then they then what do they jump like fifteen years later or something like that? But Robert Redford supposedly being in college and then jumping to fifteen years later, they don't try at all to make him look younger. Like not one bit. They put a var like a jacket on him, an actual college jacket. Um, and then Letterman. fifteen years, yeah, fifteen years later, looks exactly the same. Like, Fuck just... you, dude! You're so dead wrong. He's played by a different guy when he's in college. No, he's, he's not. By Gary Hirschberger. No way. Look it up. No nose. No He's got way. a mustache, and he's a different guy. No, it's <laughs> not. When he's at the later on, college when he's age at bishop. The... Yeah, I see it there, but I'm telling you, there's a part later on. All right, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. You're but... right, Drag. I didn't just watch this movie. I have no idea what I'm talking so about. So when they're at the computers, like, uh, at, you're actually right. At the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's Gary Hirschberg. I thought there's a part when maybe he's, uh, no, at the end, he sort of sneaks off. And Don't gets blame the... yourself, Craig. It's just Gary doing an amazing job. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, Gary looks just like Robert Redford. Totally not the case. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn it. I completely don't remember this movie well. Uh, it was actually great because Risa, Risa asked me, is that Robert Redford? And I said, God, no, that's not Robert Redford. What's wrong with you? It's Jane Goodall. That's who it is. So, yeah, it turns out he fooled me too. That's great. That's great. But yeah, there are a ton of people in this movie. River Phoenix, probably right before he died. Yeah. It is right before he died. One year before. That's sad. That's a sad story. Timothy Busfield of uh, um, West Wing fame. West Wing. Yeah, he yeah. was the uh, head reporter guy. Danny. Danny. Yep. Danny. Um, Danny. And then, uh, as he is wont to do in movies from this era, James Earl Jones shows up at the very end to play uh, <laughs> a, government a deep voice fit role. Yeah. Jesus, apparently I need to see this movie again. It is, it's... I think everybody needs to see it. It's cut and dry. Like, there's no t- crazy twist or anything. You see everything coming from a mile away. But it's a. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends who you are. But yeah, that, yeah. The, the twists, the twists like, are pretty predictable. Right. Like, the foreshadowing is just completely obvious. Like, it, right. Apparently, I remember some of it, but uh, apparently I'm fooled by his stunt double, Gary Kirschberger, <laughs> the college. Who, no wonder he's gone on to such a star-studded career, yeah. Gary Kirschberger. Uh, oh, man, that's awesome. That's I'm just going to look up his roles to see if he has any other younger Redford versions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's Redford. Stunt double Redfords, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, sneakers. Go see it at your local theater 20 years ago. Uh, right. So, James, <laughs> you didn't catch any crazy, uh, cool-ass movies this week, right? No, I did not. I blame you, though. Me? me? Yeah. What did I do? Like, you can't, like, likely, you know, review a movie and put it on the boards without having, like, the appropriate tools to, like, rate the movie. So, you know, I'm waiting for that to get all situated. Right. That, that's yeah. my excuse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the new rating system on gungapit.com yeah. with uh we need a you need to like some of the formatting stuff we need to take care of too got to get all that stuff ready rock and roll and then everybody will be able to see jim's written movie review thoughts and uh yeah you can go catch uh let's see real steel comes out i think next weekend so you can do a review on that real mm, steel that's exciting yeah i'm thinking that <laughs> That's exciting. Sadly, oh, I'd rather go see Footloose. Rip. Oh, rip. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think of real What's steel. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy talk. I'm not saying There's I want to see Footloose. I just said I'd rather see Footloose than that movie. Hmm. That's interesting. 
find that very interesting. Uh, right. So moving past Robert Redford and his stunt double, who I can't tell the difference between. Uh, we have. <laughs> I, I, I want to make sure that you put a picture of this guy up on, I gotta on, have. on, on your website, on gungapit.com, <laughs> next to a picture, any picture you choose of Robert Redford. <laughs> he was on 21 Jump Street, so he probably played a student in there, yeah, and that was only three years I, I before that. Happened. I know exactly what happened. In my brain, in my mind brain, I thought to myself, they didn't even try to do this with Robert Redford. And I inserted try to make it look like he was younger when I should have inserted put a totally different fucking person there. And then it's supposed to be 10 years later. And he looks. Oh, OK. So let me get this straight. What you did in your mind brain is you <laughs> turned the fact that you had into the exact opposite thing. Kind of. I think I think you're twisting my my mind brain. I think your mind brain's twisting itself. Right. <laughs> It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Anyhow, we want to discuss that. Apparently, he's the starring role in Paradise Motel. I'm going to rent it. (laughs) Check it out immediately. (laughs) Paradise Motel actually did pretty well in the box office until everybody realized that Robert Redford was not the lead. (laughs) In 1985. (laughs) That's fantastic. So, Uh, Parker Posey, play along. (laughs) <laughs> I, had, I had the last week's question and it was completely awesome um it was uh, uh man i can't even move on it was gary hirschberger and robert redford and whatever his name is uh the question was who would you rather or who would you pick to host the academy awards uh, now that uh eddie murphy has been uh claimed to be the number the number one he's uh he's the host for the coming up oscars so i gave everybody a chance to in- insert their own input and Gary Hershberger. Hey, Robert Redford or Gary Hershberger, what's the difference? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the difference. Uh, right. So what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Parker Posey Plano. The one thing I wanted to talk about. I found it interesting that KBW brought up Steve Carell because it sort of goes back to somebody that I don't think Steve Carell would give a shit if he was up there making jokes. The other pro- I think the problem that would run into now that I was pick Conan, I pick Conan O'Brien as my answer, but um, I think they're worried about having the character or, or somebody up there where half the characters they play are, are usually like in movies are just so blatantly sarcastic or just don't know if they're just telling, are they being sincere in what they're saying or whatnot? And Steve Carell, I was just like, Steve Carell would be awesome. He's hilarious. But I thought, you know what? I don't think he would work just because people would be like, uh, is he serious or is he in character or what? Cause Steve Carell always plays the just stone cold face joke guy. And I just don't know. Cause you need, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point because the, it is a pretty solemn event right. and they're giving well, you know, you, important awards to slum dog millionaire and, um, they need to be able to turn it on, Jeff. Come on. They, they, you know. okay. All right. I, I see your point. Thank you. I appreciate it. But um, that I, immediately I thought, yes, he probably was on board. But then uh, she also brought up Neil Patrick Harris, which I think is a great idea. I think it's a good idea. But, Agreed. Right. But anyways, uh, that was the one I want to pick out. And Jeff has a fantastic Parker Posey play along, hopefully not related to Gary Hirschberger and Rob Bradford, but I've got a feeling it's going to be. Who's your favorite younger version of an actor? <laughs> Who's your favorite younger version? 
I know exactly what um, I wanted to put in a plug for both our uh, both our Josh's said that Norm McDonald was a great answer and I completely agree with that uh, for last week's but um so just good good on you keep up the good work uh so I actually was watching sneakers and they're using like a lot of uh spy technology and sort of like hacking a little bit like you mentioned earlier uh that we're a young Robert Redford um <laughs> who may yeah. or may not have been played by Eric <laughs> Hirschberger uh, is like on a computer and he's like, oh, I, I have the accounts and like moving money around and stuff. like. It's just super easy. Um, and like he rolls his so, face on the keyboard to type like he's typing away and it's just <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And um, so I guess the question I've got and you can go one of two ways with it is uh, what technology related seem ridiculous now and it can seem ridiculous now because it's it's just so absurd and like it was never like that but it was sort of like it wasn't commonly understood what it meant back then and i'll give i'll give you the example when i give you my answer or you can go with something that's just so antiquated that it's like funny to look at like in ferris bueller's day off where he's got like the green computer and he and he's knocking it down and uh from nine days to two days absent and you're like oh my god that's an old computer (laughs) and uh so that's so i'm looking for an example of technology in a movie that is either that is ridiculous to you either because it's so old or just because it's ridiculous mm. and as an example of something that is just ridiculous my answer is going to be the hackers from hackers and particularly the end scene where uh like they have all the hackers attacking the mainframe and they're like flying around through it and, and then the one bad guy is like like chasing after him and shooting him down and it's like some sort of like uh top gun for nintendo or star fox type video game that, that movie was playing. awesome yeah i love that movie i'm crazy about hackers but uh but like it is i mean it's just totally absurd and it's totally not like what that means at all right so that's that would be an example of the it's just ridiculous but i'm, I'm hoping that one of you guys can have an example of the uh it's ridiculous because it's so antiquated right right just that that hackers one i do every time you see that thing it's like what the hell's going on you're flying <laughs> between buildings or something yeah, and checking out literally laughing I also, like file pass generally in movies like I, i'm thinking of now like the movie swordfish and several other movies that the idea that hackers are like super cool like they're like some sort of like punk thing it's it's just it seems absurd to me like i don't i guess i don't really know any like real hackers but they're not I, I can't imagine they look like Angelina Jolie. <laughs> they all do. Or Matthew Lillard. I'm a, I'm a hacker, Jeff. <laughs> I do look like Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Uh, or maybe I look like Fisher Stevens. The Plague. Uh, right. The Plague. The plague. So I uh, I got I to get an answer. And I do have – I'm going with the antiquated route. So not the completely misrepresented, but the every time uh, – it's a great movie. I love seeing it. War Games – movie's completely awesome and they make note of how awesome the computer joshua is it's a a supercomputer that pretty much is going to lead up to take control of all of the like nuclear silos of uh, the u.s state department the secretary of defense is like part of it and there's a huge point where they show it in 
encapsulating like the entire room. It's like has its own area is that computer. And it, there are still areas of servers and stuff like that, but they, they point out, I don't remember how much comp, like how much it can compute within, you know, a minute, but they make comments of how amazing it is. And it's like, yeah, I can do 37 computations in five seconds. And it's, there's, there's definitely a, a statement in there somewhere. And it's just, laughable now nah, but i love seeing that movie and just think of man this is how far we've gone from the microchip to iphones like this is great it's uh what know, is it moore's law or something yeah Boar's yeah law. i think yeah. i think you're right um i love <laughs> i always get lost in those laws Bohr's law moore's law what's the one with the murphy's law <laughs> what's the one with the high high pressure yeah. law oh bernoulli's principle <laughs> Bernoulli. I, i'll never forget that one i love bernoulli's principle right right but I yeah that's enjoy saying bernoulli definitely my answer there's there's a lot a lot of the antiquated stuff out there I, I to pick from but that that one makes me laugh when i see it i guess is the at the heart of the question things that make you sort of giggle when you think about how old shit is but yeah james what's uh you got something good uh no i've got nothing at the moment nothing nothing how about james is so old he doesn't know what I know. <laughs> he's like antic everything was futuristic for me aren't they still using <laughs> i still have my phone come on i laugh every time somebody uses a payphone. still i don't think anybody will use this answer so i don't mind using it because it was one that i thought of too uh it, from the and he's cutting out again. <laughs> Jeff just completely disappeared again. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Maybe the first else. Mission Impossible with Tom. Oh, you're Cruise. there now. Did you're... you not hear us talking? Um, I, I I accidentally elbowed the mute button. I'm oh. Sorry. So it's, it's from the first uh, Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise where they've got the knock disc. Or the necklace yep. on that disc, and it's like it's literally like a floppy, and it's just it's so or it might be a zip drive, like a uh, one of those zip discs things. It's it's so ridiculous. You're like, oh my god, it's not even a CD. Get the fuck out of here. It it's, was actually it was one of those cool things. It was like a it was like a mini disc where there's digital there's like a CD inside of it. And uh, instead of being a mini disc, it was like full oh, size. But so that doesn't strike you as ridiculous at all. No, then? no, it doesn't. Okay, never mind. It struck me as ridiculous. <laughs> but I, the fact that yeah, whatever. I think the only thing I can come up with at this point is uh, the ridiculous um, clothing in uh, Back Clo- to the Future too that like zips that's itself up and like ties the shoes and that kind of shit. That's that's Wait, what all when, I got. When was Back to the Future two? Is it 2012? When does that? When when did that take place? Um, we've talked about I'm going to put a show. turn on that immediately. <laughs> Please do so. Because we were talking about how hoverboards should be right around the corner or whatever. Yeah. What a... It's... <laughs> I don't... But it, you said that you think the stuff they wear in the future is ridiculous? Yeah, because don't they have all that, like, self-zipping clothes and, like, the shoes that, like... Right, right. So you're going with sort of Jeff's first interpretation of the question, where it's just, wow, this is what you really think. Wow, it's gonna this be. is ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's that's. Uh, yeah, I'm not very happy with. 2015. Yeah. We are rolling right up on <laughs> hover cars and, and hoverboards. And Dude, I want a jacket 80s. that dries you when you get wet. That's fucking. I want a sweet. cafe yeah. 80s. <laughs> <laughs> 
So do I. <laughs> Who is it that you have like the Ayatollah and Michael Jackson yelling at? Or no, the Ayatollah and Ronald Reagan yelling at each other. That's right. That's awesome. Right. You must try the special. <laughs> I think you've opened up a whole different dynamic to this question. Now, just ridiculous interpretations of the future. Yeah, actually, like Jim, if that's all you can come up with, that's great. But ridiculous interpretations of the future are a way different thing. And that's That's I was kind of hoping to save that question because ridiculous interpretations of the future are hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) When uh, all there is is that all there is is Taco Bell's and uh, Demolition Man. Yeah, I that that I actually thought about like the sex scene that they have in how ridiculous that was. Oh, Demolition Man. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, so I guess explain it a little more. Last time, for the, the listeners at home, see if they can get this question. Uh, get the question. What's your favorite scene in Demolition Man? <laughs> <laughs> With Gary Hertzberg. <laughs> um, what is something you saw in a movie like that if you saw now uh, – Techno- Let me start that over. Okay. What is a piece of technology that you remember from a movie or you've seen recently in an older movie that is that just looks totally ridiculous now? And it can be totally ridiculous because it just is totally ridiculous, a la my hacker's answer. Or it's totally ridiculous because it's the technology is so antiquated that it's that it's like comical. Like my answer, right? Like like my answer. Thank you. Or your favorite scene from Terminator 2. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Jeff, James, it's uh, good to have you guys back. It's been been two weeks. We're going to have to come back two in a row next week, Jeff. You Uh, might get the punctuality award. You might get it. Don't don't act like it's all me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys again. Let's be your input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Drive safe, people. Another late night here at the movie hour. The Meryl Streep, you're a creep. Movie hour. I'll see you guys next time. Okay. Uh, just All right, jump on the Gary Hertzberger. Just jump on the Gary <laughs> <laughs> I had a Mark of Favorite Hertzberger. <laughs> <laughs> one lined up. Let's start over, yeah. I just wanted to point out I did have a Parker Posey, but since Greg's a moron, I've got a new Parker Posey. (laughs) So I don't remember this well as I thought I did. The movie hour. (laughs) Spoiler. I'm having trouble with spoiler. (laughs) Hold on. I'm on vacation.
Max Fisher. Oh, hi. Hey, Max, my mom just showed up. Is it okay if I leave early? Over. Sure, Charlie. What's the secret, Max? The secret? Yeah, well, you seem to have it pretty figured out. Secret I don't know. Uh, I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. For me, it's going to Rushmore.